podcast my name is david i'm joined by ron baker who is the pastor of vital point church how are you doing great <laughs> i love how you good. say ron baker ron draw, baker. you draw out the o like it's when you're t- you're texting good yeah. you put like five o's yeah good ron no, no it is things, things are really good today i'm actually onboarding um a new staff person for Exeter and Clinton, our music and tech guy. His name is Josh Rosedale, but I'm also in uh, onboarding three interns. So they are going through mission, vision, values, story, why we do what we do as a church. And it's actually, it's actually the starting part material that we use for new people. That's cool. So it's an exciting morning for you. You're probably buzzing. You're probably having a lot of fun. Um, and we should probably continue that fun with this podcast because we do a wrap up every week. If you are new, we do a wrap up of every week of a Sunday morning of whatever topic or Bible verse that we have taught on this past weekend at Vital Point Church. And this weekend we kicked off a brand new series called Practicing Wisdom. And through the summer months, we are going through the book of Proverbs and picking out some sections. Um, and because, well, it's 31 chapters. We can't do all 31 chapters through this month, summer months. No. So we're doing specific ones and it's really cool. And you started off Sunday in a really interesting way. You actually put your call to action, which is usually like that landing point of what you want people yeah. to take home. You put it at the very beginning of your talk and you challenge people to do something. You want to kind of give them the insight? Yeah, it's the summer challenge. It's to read through Proverbs in the month of July and then read it again in the month of August. There's 31 Mm. Proverbs, 31 sections, and there's 31 days in July, 31 days in August. And I, I just challenged people and I said, here's my phone number, you know, text me, say that you're in. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was funny because in the moment in Poplar Hill, uh, my phone just started (laughs) dinging. You didn't even put it on. uh, Do not disturb. eh? You're like, let's, let's, let's make sure everyone. It just ding, 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 ding. It was great. And uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. Cause you probably had the same thing up in Exeter, right? Yeah. You put my number on the screen and said, absolutely spam me and my phone. It did the exact same thing. Luckily, I thought of, okay, let's not just, let's not distract everyone watching and being part of the service. So I put it on do not disturb, but yeah, I had loads of people respond. I'm in. And what's really cool about that is like, my hope and my prayer for people this summer is as they jump into Proverbs is that they would fall in love with scripture. They would fall in love um, even more or for the first time or rekindle the fire of getting into God's word and really seeing the wisdom from heaven um, in ways be downloaded, downloaded into who they are and not seeking the wisdom only of this world. So yeah, this week you, you, you kicked it off like real hard with like the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Um, and it was well, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, bump my tires a little bit. Keep going. No, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, the, the Proverbs um, are interesting because you can see them as like faith fortune cookies, right? And so mm. one of the ideas of the summer challenge was to understand that you are to take a, as a whole. And so, mm-hmm. for example, the one where, you know, train up a child in which they should go and they don't have to depart from when they get old. 
we we take that out of context and we don't take into consideration the other one that says you know those who don't you know obey the wisdom of their parents type thing you know the ravens and the vultures come and pluck your eyes out <laughs> so it's the responsibility of the kid to take the wisdom so it's yeah. this idea over the course of the summer to actually l- l- read it mm-hmm. from a bigger picture and bigger understanding now we started off by talking about wisdom and this idea of it's a skillful learned application of mm-hmm. godly truth in our everyday living and so we talked about this idea from Proverbs one verses one through seven, that Mm -hmm. wisdom is something that is gained received and received. Mm -hmm. It is not something that we're born with. It is over time exercising our understanding Mm -hmm. to grow in it, to discern. Mm -hmm. And I I think that that was an important distinction because you could have, you could have really smart people that aren't wise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You can have really smart people to make bad choices because they're not wise. And so we talked about it from that perspective. I think what was big for me is uh, in one of the phrases that you said, well, you just, you just basically said it, but it's truth for the everyday, applying godly truth to the everyday. And, and I think a lot of, and I've talked to David Campbell, he's on our teaching team. I call him rabbi. We call him the rabbi. And he he's often said to me that when the, when, when things are going really well in life, your time with the Lord goes down sometimes. Mm. It often does. Maybe sometimes the first thing that kind of gets pushed to a side because things are going well. But in all honesty, having godly wisdom, applying that truth every single day, every living waking moment um, before you lay your head down at night, every decision that you make is to be applied with godly truth for the everyday. And that was big for me. To think that it's not, it's a choice. It's a decision. We make so many, I can't remember the stats on decision-making by one person in each day, but it's, it's, it's not just, oh, like, where am I going to go today for lunch? No, it's the decisions, even like with the socks and what you're going to do and set up your day. The decision-making we make is, is large and some of them are big and some of them are Mm -hmm. small. And I think this was huge for me personally to understand that I need to put on that godly wisdom every day when my feet leave that bed. Yeah. And I think, David, it's the posture that we take from um, like Solomon, who wrote the vast majority of these Proverbs, King Solomon, Mm -hmm. visited by God in a dream. And God kind of gives him the option to ask whatever he wants and God's going to give it to him. Mm -hmm. And he asks for discernment of good and evil. He asks for wisdom. Mm -hmm. I am but a little child. And so I believe that the, the that we must understand that the starting point for wisdom flows out of a posture of humility before God, like Mm -hmm. verse seven talks about, you know, the, the starting point is the fear of God. It's the awe. It's the living with uh, a holy reverence fear for who God is. Mm -hmm. And I think we were losing that in our, in our culture. We've lost that in our culture, not losing. We've lost it because we, we, we cheapen, we cheapen the idea of who God is as, you know, he's a, vending machine in the sky yeah right to give me my wishes or a lot of people say oh my god all the time and and it's interesting because it just flows out of people right oh my god well what you're doing every single time you say oh my god is that you're actually cheapening who god is and you're reducing him to a pithy little phrase that we and it's just dangerous and i Mm -hmm. you know i know it's a tough one for people to hear maybe but I think we need to get back to that holy reverence. I mean, you think about the, the, the scribes that write in scriptures, they would wash you when they wrote the name of God. Yeah. Right. 
And now we just mm-hmm. throw his name around because we've cheapened who he is. We don't live in the awe and the fear of who God mm-hmm. is. Um, and so I think that that's got a, that's a starting point. So the essence of wisdom is a starting place of fear of God. Mm-hmm. And as we grow in that fear, and as we grow in the wisdom, what ends up happening is, is that we are able to discern and walk. I, I like the word understand. Um, I think it's from verse three, excuse me. Ooh. Verse three of Proverbs one, mm-hmm. the word understand is this idea of seeing between the lines. Mm-hmm. And so wisdom allows us to walk in the middle, not being pulled left to right. We see that at the end of chapter four, yeah. uh, where, you know, don't being the, the good, the, the, the good and evil, the right and wrong, the left and right or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've walked in the middle protected by wisdom but also guided by wisdom which is the guiding of the ship the the steering the ship through so mm-hmm. when you think about decisions and choices you're gonna have messages on either side pulling you one way or the other wisdom growing helps us find our way through that it protects us it also guides us and i think also in a cultural context which we refer to a little bit on sunday uh is this idea of we we if you're a person of faith and you're trying to follow Jesus, wisdom mm-hmm. keeps you from being pulled from the hard left and the hard right. Yeah. And you can actually walk through the middle of it. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Now, um, talk about asking God for wisdom because um, I think there's something our hearts can desire so many things, but a heart after the wisdom and the guidance of God, the father, yeah. the creator of the universe. Can you talk into that? Like asking for wisdom from God? Like, okay. So first and foremost, we talked about, it starts with the fear of God. Mm-hmm. The fear of God should humble us to a place where we recognize who we are before a holy, just God. Mm-hmm. Therefore we fall down on our knees in submission to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So seeking the wisdom of God starts out of fear of God. Second, within the realm of the relationship with Jesus, Colossians chapter two, verse three mm-hmm. says that. Um, what does it say? All <laughs> mystery and two. understanding uh, is found. Wisdom and knowledge, Christ. yeah, uh, are found in Christ. So yeah. in Christ, so in relationship with Him. So when you think about wisdom, it's going to be birthed out of a union with Jesus. And a desire to know Jesus, that means I'm going to have his voice by his spirit, by God's spirit, speak into my life, giving me wisdom, giving me insight, giving me discernment hmm. between good and evil. And and the spirit will never lead us into something that contradicts his, his truth and who he is. And so for me, I think it comes out of a, a holy reverence of fear of who God is. Therefore, I understand I'm nothing but a child in front of God. So my humility recognizes my sin, which therefore Christ comes into the picture, giving me mm. my right relationship with God. And therefore, knowledge and wisdom flow out of my walk with Jesus. Mm. And if you're not growing your intimacy and your union with Christ in your heart, in your inner, you will not be, you will not find wisdom. Mm-hmm. And have an inner strength. That's why you're saying you could be wise, like you could be smart, but you're not wise. Right. Right. And we look for wisdom in so many areas where it's not a mature, intimate uh, place of wisdom from Christ. If anything outside of Christ is not wise. Yeah, you can be smart. I love how you said that. Like someone can be super smart and they make, they're successful, they're great. And I love how you, you said, 
in Exeter, at least you said they could be lucky. Like that's in ways yeah. there's, there's places of, yeah, luck. They, they yeah. drew the good hand in ways sometimes, yeah. but you can still be in all honesty. I love the book of Proverbs because it uses language like stupid and you can be a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Fool is the, is the arrogance of oneself, which is pride. Mm-hmm. Right. And the pride always leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's when churches, families, individuals, people, groups, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think that that's the danger right now is that mm-hmm. if we're not seeking wisdom from God and mm-hmm. honoring God and, uh, and holy fear of God, and we're defining our own true selves and that's a slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. And, and pride will do that. Pride will always lead to destruction and chaos. And we see it in the Bible anyway. Mm-hmm. And we see, I think we see it in our culture too. But I think a big takeaway for, for us as followers of Jesus, whether um, it's been a while or someone invited the last little while is to take on that posture of like you addressed, like Solomon did, like, God, I need you. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm a child. Help me discern right and wrong give me the wisdom to see life the way you do not the way our world walks and speaks and talks and acts it's actually the way and the truth and the life through your son jesus like give me the wisdom and i think that's a great posture for us as a church to to kick off a series yeah on practicing wisdom to think okay for these next two months i'm really going to dig my heels in the soil that I'm planting my roots and my faith in and take on that posture. Like Solomon said, like, God, I need you like my ways and my understanding. I can't lean on my own understanding. I need your understanding. And I think Isaiah talks about it where he says, uh, you, you can't know the mind of the, uh, of God. Like his thoughts are higher than the mountains. Like I'm obviously butchering it, but it's in that way of, we may not be able to understand, but we lean truly on his understanding, not on our own understanding. And his I think ways that's, are not our ways. Yeah, his his ways are not our ways. And I think for me, and I'm talking to myself here, I think this is the posture that I'm taking into the summer challenge. Good. Like I should have texted you <laughs> saying I'm in because I had yeah. a bunch of people texting me saying they're in. But I think this is the yeah. posture that I'm going to take. And, I, and if you're listening to this, I encourage you to take that posture. Just saying yeah. as you jump into one proverb a day. God, I yeah. need you. And if you're listening to it now, and you're a few days behind. Just catch up. <laughs> just catch up. And absolutely. Yeah. Um, real cool thing. Side note. We actually had a few families from our Huron County region saying they're going to take their kids through it every night. After yeah. Dinner. We had that too in Poplar Hill. It was amazing. Oh, I just I think like, that's wow, so that's great. great. Yeah. It's so cool to see families discipling, teaching and training their children up. They may still go left, right and all over the place, but at least you're giving them the foundation of, of yeah. scripture and God's wisdom. So cool. Anything else? No, I got interns waiting for me to go <laughs> And uh, new staff member, Josh Rosedale. Thanks for uh, slotting me into your busy day. It's been a busy day, but it's been a good day. Okay. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Um, This has been your Revital Moment wrap-up for the first week of Practicing Wisdom. Have a good one and peace out.